All right. Uh, <laughs> wasn't exactly Minister Nabolo or Tobolo, but uh, this guy is getting some heat from certain precincts. Andrea Horvath, the left, believing that he was really telegraphing some kind of uh, subtle racism and bigotry towards folks in a neighborhood or neighborhoodism was rearing its ugly head because he went for a police ride along the other day as his part and parcel, I guess, uh, of his discovery tour of certain areas where uh, there needs to be beefed up security and addressing these concerns that everybody, I think, in uh, good faith is looking at and looking at root causes, but uh, also how you're going to address it to make communities safer. But he's getting the heat today in the legislature. As you heard, we played some clips, Andrea Horvath in high dudgeon, suggesting that this is a form of racism, neighborhoodism. Do you believe that to be the case in general? I can get where certain neighborhoods will be stigmatized, fairly or not. It just happens. And uh, whether it's got its official title of at-risk neighborhoods, you know, or uh, just blatantly referred to by others in the vernacular as asshole kind of countries or uh, whatever by Donald Trump. Anyway, uh, this is what's happened to this minister. And I'm asking you if you think that there's something when you uh, stigmatize a neighborhood that's racist in that regard. And was this guy doing that? Or was he just trying to fulfill his role, his mandate? And this was standard police procedure. So would you blame him at all for that? Aaron, let's start with you and Aurelia. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Oaks. How you doing, buddy? Good and you. I'm well, thanks. I'm calling from really obviously. Yep. Uh, my my uncle is a sergeant up here with, um, and really they have the obviously the headquarters for all of Ontario, mm-hmm. but they also have a smaller little um, a local force that just does the downtown area, downtown area, etc. Right, that's and, the OPP up there, right? It is so, yeah. And I've gone on um, three actually ride-alongs up here with him, mm-hmm. and with different units, drug unit, the emergency response team, and then just the street crime guys. And every time, you have to wear a vest. And you um, sign off on a waiver as well. And I mean, same same boat. Doesn't matter where you are, as you know, or what's going on. There are there are specific areas that they know that they're going to be able to, you know, get people doing the wrong thing. Right. And so what you're saying is this is not uncommon. So Andrea, back off. Oh, 100 percent. You know what? Where, where the hell are going to draw the line now? This is getting so far with with these different terms and stuff. I mean, it's. At the end of the day, it's the safety, because if something were to happen, you know, with you on a ride-along, then, you know, then people say, well, why aren't they wearing vests, you yeah. know? Yeah, well, yeah, you're not going to win. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. But uh, I think most reasonable people would accept the explanation that this is standard police procedure and be cool with it. Unless you want to go after the police. But look, trying to gain something here in the legislature, score some political points on the back of this minister because he did that? doesn't do you credit andrea and that's the problem as i was saying before you leave yourself some headroom for valid critiques or criticism so <laughs> finally when it comes to that folks ain't going to believe you you'll lose credibility will writes back in the day you recall images of princess diana wearing a vest and blast shield during her anti-landmine campaign that was in regent park well, no uh that was in zaire i believe Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, to the point, it's well taken. There are civilians that, you know, police don't want to have harmed or put in harm's way. As I said, journalists who are embedded with the military, likewise, put on all of the accoutrements. Here's Adrian in Toronto. Do you think this shows a certain stigma of uh, certain neighborhoods, neighborhoodism, and uh, that's what Andrea is barking about? Johnny, I'm, I'm so disgusted in her because the way she behaves is like a petulant child. 
if you say one thing, she'll pounce on the other. And that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. She, she's, first of all... Yeah, well, all out, right, Adrian, just on the point, though, do you think that this guy crossed the line? Was it improper for him to wear a vest in a neighborhood that's considered to be at risk? Never. Never is that wrong. Why would that be wrong? It's like wearing a safety helmet on a job site. Precisely, and I thank you for your point. Here's Brent in Peterborough. Brent, go ahead. You're on the Oakley Show. Yeah, I'm here with you. Yep. And I agree with those other guys. Just She's just out to lunch so far. It's incredible. I mean, any media students, um, municipal politicians that go on ride-alongs, they're given the vest, and they're told they had to wear them. I mean, there's probably even laws, I'm guessing, under the health and safety um, that, that state that, that for insurance and... Um, things like that if you're not wearing one the liability is so huge and i can't believe the amount of time she even wastes in the legislature debating these kinds of things when she's so far out to lunch yeah i think she's sort of uh raring to go you know the first few days it's like uh relax it's summer don't blow everything up right now uh pick your spots that's how i would advise her by the way it says here you're a police officer Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you know what you speak, obviously. Even in Peterborough, I guess there's a certain protocol. You go for a ride along. You got to wear this stuff. Absolutely. It's just it's what it's what happens is like other guys said. It's no different than any other job that you go on. You're given that safety gear, whether it's in a machine shop, you're given ear protection, an eye protection, maybe steel toe boots, or yeah, or you know anything at all like that. It's just it's it's just a no brainer. It's so foolish that she would even like I said waste the time. And I think you're right. She's just looking just to try and pick a fight. Right. Well, you got to pick your spots. I appreciate your call, Brent. Here's Ryan and Barry. You two an Officer Ryan? Yeah, that's right. Um, officer from uh, out-of-town service up north here. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it's, it's absolutely, uh, by the way, it's a great day for talk radio. Thank you for that. There you are. <laughs> for that one. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, it's absolutely mandatory. Anyone on a ride-along signs a waiver, gets issued uh, their uh, SBA soft body armor vest there, and... Uh, that's the way it goes. We even have uh, crisis nurses. Uh, we have the mental health teams that ride along with us, so we'll have a crisis nurse action in some of our units. Uh, and they're, uh, you know, they got their uh, kid on as well. So absolutely has nothing to do with uh, stigmatizing a neighborhood. The same thing would happen if you were walking around in downtown Oakville on a ride along. You still have to wear that vest. Hey, you know, Ryan, I'm waiting for the crap storm to ensue because they're going to put these uh, shot spotters in certain locales. You know, they're obviously going to try to max out on the resources and how they're in. And uh, as well, this uh, CCTV cameras that they're expanding. You think some neighbors are going to say, hey, hang on, how come you're putting them here? You're, you're drawing us into disrepute here. You're, you're making it seem like we're a, a bad neighborhood. Well, for those uh, shot spotters, uh, they're not going to all be in one place. Uh, all this crime and shooting, they're all tracked, obviously, so they're going to be moving them around as needed as per the trends of the shootings. Uh, so I don't think they'll be in any one particular neighborhood at once, and obviously they may not even have enough of the microphones to put them everywhere that they wanted to. So I, I could see things move, moved around there. Yeah, but, you know, if you uh, had to take a limited number of these things, let's say you got a dozen and uh, you break out the grid in Toronto. You look at the stats from previous shootings and so on and so forth. And then you go, uh-huh, here's a target-rich area. I'm going to put one of these things here or have my manpower deployed with this right in this neighborhood. I'm sure somebody's going to say this is causing uh, to stigmatize a neighborhood. That's going to happen. 
Oh, you know what? They can say, you know, it's going to stigmatize the neighborhood anymore, but you know what? They won't be saying that when the rounds are coming through their own door and then they're calling us. <laughs> well, that's usually the way it plays out. I appreciate exactly. your call as well. Uh, have a nice day up in Barrie. Here's Kevin in Scarborough. Go ahead, Kevin. You're on the Oakley Show. Johnny, great day for talk radio. Yep. I, th- I think the problem is Andrea still has a chip on her shoulders because she lost the election. But the thing is, it's just common sense to wear a vest. Look at the press when they ride along with the military. They're wearing a vest. And you know what? My hats go off to this minister because at least he's going there and he's trying to get to the root of the problem. And they're trying to fix the problem. Not like the liberals. They just uh, turned a blind eye. All right. Well, uh, we're going to see. Giorgio Mammoliti is also threatening to go up there wearing a vest. Uh, he's going to ride along with the police from 32 Division. Wonder if they'll actually tell him he has to wear one. Just say, "Nah, Giorgio, don't worry about it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll see. He plans that at eight o'clock. <laughs> All right. Uh, how much of the media will be following him remains to be seen. But we've got our legal expert coming up in a moment. There are other things involving the police and whether or not they should lay a hate crime charge in the case of somebody who was apprehended in a store, or at least he was detained in a store in London. Visible minority. Uh, We'll see how that plays out and what criteria have to be established in order to make a citizen's arrest, because dude was saying that's what he was doing. We'll get to Joe Newberger, then Sue Ann Levy's going to join us as well. Progressive discipline is leading to chaos in the schools, so she contends. She's written about it extensively, and she'll tell us all about that, too. The moments ahead on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.